right so you had to choose right now between flying and walking honestly what will you choose i mean if right now you were offered a ticket a train ticket and then somebody else gave you a ticket to fly on the jet or to just take a leisurely walk in the landscapes what would you choose for if you're anything like me for flying all the way straight to that jet why because it's faster it's more convenient it just works better now in last week's episode to air or to be divine we got to understand that we have a choice we always have a choice like this has been the narrative for the longest time that man is helpless man doesn't have a choice man is stuck onto a plan of either eternal domination or eternal rescuing or liberation but in last week's episode we got to understand that we really do have a choice we have a say in the matter and we got to understand that it's up to us to be able to choose what we want do we want to live a basic average life or do we want to live a life of being above last week we got to understand that okay for the longest period of time we have loved the narrative of being saved and having people come in to save us but in this week in today's episode on the zoe life podcast with your girls if knees away we are going into what is and what the bible says what does the scripture say about divinity what does it mean to be divine because if you're going to choose to be divine if you're choosing to be fly you've got to know what it means so um let's go straight into that we're going to read a couple of verses today today i just really want to i don't i want to say and show to y'all what exactly the bible is saying about divinity about what the matter of divinity or being divine is right so the first verse we're going to read or the first um passage we're going to read is from second peter chapter one and i'm going to read and it says simon peter a servant and an apostle of jesus christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of god in our savior jesus christ verse 2 says grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of god and of jesus our lord according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertaineth unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue now verse 4 says whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust now i love verse 4 even verse 3 and verse 4 first peter says that okay there's a certain divine power that is for jesus there's a certain divine power that has come to jesus as pay regards to the calling that he has walked on this earth for what he's done he has been given a certain divine power and in this divine power that is his right we get to understand that 
he chooses to actually give back this life and godliness in knowledge and has called us onto this glory and virtue then after that peter says whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that ye may be partakers of this divine nature meaning that jesus christ in partaking of the power in receiving this power was not ready to have it to be with himself only but was ready to have this divine life multiplied in all of us now this is verse i always always read and it's in the book of romans so it's romans chapter 8 verse 12 and let me even read from verse 13 he says for if ye live after the flesh ye shall die but if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body ye shall live and verse 14 says for as many are as led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry abba father and the verse 16 says the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are children of god or we are the children of god and if children then heirs heirs of god and join heirs with christ now i want to um, stop reading here and I move to another verse and you realize something beautiful very very beautiful that when we speak about the matter of an heir okay and we understand what who an heir is it means that there's something to inherit there's something that has been given and remember this previous verse that we read in second peter we got to understand that actually there is a divine life that we have to partake of meaning we have to take so there's some that is what we're inheriting okay this we are partaking of this divine life and so you, we could read on and on we could go on deep into these verses and we'd realize that there's so much that is actually being said now let's let's skip to verse 29 in the same chapter so Romans chapter 8 verse 29 says for whom he did foreknow he did he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren moreover whom he did predestinate them he also called and whom he called them he also justified and whom he justified them he also glorified and there's so much to say over here honestly like so much and y'all are probably waiting for my scenario i'm gonna get there don't worry but for now i want you to understand this because it makes so much sense that now he's here talking about being conformed onto a certain image and we read in previous, previous verses that there's a way that is the life of christ that divine life that we have to pick up we have known the life of the flesh and i believe that there have been a number of times even in like on this podcast where i've come out to say that the flesh in itself is not bad but the flesh just sweeps it just collects stuff it just it's like uh it's like the dust pond it just collects whatever you bring to it whatever you bring to it so it comes out that we have lived a life of being on the floor of being rubbed on the ground so when something is presented to us as clean we see ourselves as filth but in divinity 
we get to understand that we are like what we have been shown the higher version like a bigger version and there's this thing that i always love to say when i was explaining the matter of like sonship and being taught about divinity and what's not and a lot of people don't really agree with this because if you like in explaining divinity and explaining what is divine and liking likening ourselves onto what is divine we're, we're making god seem like less and putting ourselves above but in actuality he did create us this way he did create us to be conformed onto the image of his son to be just like jesus to walk like jesus to talk like jesus and that was the concept of christians they were christ-like they called the first people the first christians were ever called christians because they did everything just like god did they spoke like like sorry they did everything like christ did like jesus did they spoke like jesus they preached like jesus they healed like jesus they had the testimonies of jesus that was what was the ability or that was what was the, the church was called before as christians and so in having this divine nature and in choosing this divine nature it is that we understand that god in his majesty has made himself so high and has made us our soul and so that's where there's this common like and we, we all know this verse because we all grew up reading this we all grew up reading this in the john chapter 3 right everybody like can say it's off head like you can say this off head every time and then it says for god so loved the world that's 3 verse 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life and verse 17 says for god sent not his son to the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved and verse 18 says he that believeth on him is not condemned but he that live believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten son and you understand something right here jesus christ is teaching the game on something that okay there was a way that we were with God but then we fell but now he coming here he coming into our lives was that we may be able to partake of what was this divine life that we may be born again that we may come onto what he was before let me even read from verse 6 okay let me read from verse 5 verse 5 Sorry, I mean verse 4. It says, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5 says, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 6. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. And I love this so much because he's setting a tone and distinction between what is divine and what's not. But now, later on, he comes and says, okay, yes, you may have been of a lower standard. But now, in me, you are of the higher standard. You have been renewed. You are made a new creation. That's why I love that verse so much. He says that if you are a new creation, all things have passed away. You being of a lower standard has been passed away. 
so guys this has been a really really long episode but i love this episode because today you guys got to actually see what the scripture had to say about you being divine and so when the situations and things around you make you feel like you are less and they make you feel like you're on the floor remind them and the people that are around you the situations around you that you are divine you are divine you are chosen you are set above and unlike anything that the world has ever ever seen so congratulations on being that king that you are and have a blessed blessed weekend and new month cheers guys